Welcome to the warm-up, a Bailiwick Express podcast giving an insight into the sports action that is on the horizon. Hello, I'm Nick Mann, and it's under-21 Marathi time. Head coach Jordan Kelly gives us an insight into his side's preparations to face a much-hyped Jersey team, and we touch on how Guernsey football is looking to develop over the coming years. Right, Jordan, thank, thanks for coming in. We've just um, literally coming in on, on the Friday, and an hour ago we had, had the news that the fixture's been switched to Foots Lane. Does yeah. that, that affect your preparation at all? Um, a little bit, because obviously we'd, we prepare for the track, but... Ultimately, if it means the game can go ahead at the expected date, then we'll adapt and overcome. And actually, I mean, G- GFC play there, so majority of our players are used to playing there, and it's, it is a quite a nice place to play. So it won't affect our preparations as such, but obviously it could have a little impact given the change in venue and pitch and stuff like that. And what's, what's the mood like in the camp at the moment? Um, it seems very positive. They're a very, very, very social group who know each other really well. So we had a good social training session last night. I think it seems fairly positive. It's a really good, good technical group that have a real desire to want to win and improve. So, and I think we're, we're coming at um, this fixture earlier than the season than normal. How how does that impact how you the chance you have to prepare the sides and and, and in terms of the players as well how how prepared they are. Um, so yes, obviously it's slightly different. There's two ways to look at it. Normally later on in the year you could say you have a little bit more preparation, but the fact that the under-21 has now got its own weekend away from where some players could be involved in the under-18s, someone could be involved in the seniors, so they kind of flit in between potentially three different groups. So in one sense they could have more specific time focus on them, but obviously it's earlier on in the year. So I'm happy with the preparation. Would we have liked more time? course if you're a coach I think that any coach will say they love as much time as possible but actually I think I think we've prepared pretty well. Can you take us through what work you've been doing with the players and when, when that began? Yeah so we probably began I'd say four or five weeks ago so we had two lots of trials um, last week's weather put a little bit of dampener on on our preparations then but then we've had we had another game this week we had a nice little training session last night we'll do another one tomorrow and then we play Sunday. Um, but the players have been given a lot of information within the group f- to read and l- observe and learn. And ultimately, they're, I mean, some of them are quite high-level players, so quite experienced already. I just like think, thinking back in the way that football has changed in how you prepare players. You, you mentioned there about giving the players information. What, what kind of information are you doing? How, how does that differ to what you'd have been doing 10 years ago? Yeah, so I mean, I'm looking back from when I, when I was a player and it's, there's a lot more stats, there's a lot more technical emphasis on the ball rather than it might have used to have been, right, let's just play quite direct and play territory. It's now a bit of a hybrid um, and, and finding the best ways to get. So whereas maybe 10 years ago it was, right, I had a system and players you have to play in that way actually how can you get the best out of each player so when, you, when you're individual you, you give 100% we're in a team it can sometimes filter out so I look at how can I get the best out of each individual collectively within within that and it might have to mean a little bit of adjustments to to the way I'd like to play ideally but actually there's plenty plenty of positives to that and yeah I think for me the biggest element is just having a group that wants to play for each other and play for the badge, rather like technical, tactical, fine. But if you haven't got a team that's willing to want to win and play for each other, 
I think for me that's the most important bit I've emphasised. And I, and I guess the, the the carrot against playing against Jersey always adds that extra element yeah. to it as well. Yeah, it certainly does. I know from again playing, it's it's that one game when you're a player that you want to be involved in, and you want to. It's that one game at the every season. You're like, yeah, well, that's what I want to be a part of, and. It's a weird one because ultimately the part of psychology is it's just another football game. We put the importance of it as players and coaches because there's a trophy and bragging rights at the end. But actually, you're just it's just 22 players plus extras and subs going out to kick a ball around, and we put the importance of it. So let's, I'm hoping to keep that mentality of just enjoy yourselves and play another game. Because I guess, like, as as a coach, there has got to be that role in that you want your players keyed up and and on it for this match, but you don't want to be overstepping the mark so that actually you've gone too far. Is that harder with a younger age group as well? I think I think it's quite fortunate with the twenty ones that there's a mixture. So we we're going to range from sixteen year olds to twenty one. So there's a real vast range of experience where some players have luckily been involved in an island games or in the seniors so for them they're a bit more emotionally controlled as some of the younger players who for this could be their first experience in a in a Marathi is it's yeah so again managing those individuals of right some players might need a little, little bit more G in some are like right just just chill out a little bit here it's yeah I try not to talk about the occasion too much because, I mean, if you don't understand the occasion, then you're probably struggling a little bit. Um, but yeah, it can be. With the younger players, yep. So if I look at the other age groups, I coach the 16s and the 18s, that might be a bit more challenging because they've not had such exposure. So some of the 16s, they've never played against Jersey. And their emotionally regulated is a little bit different. So, but yeah, the 21s, I think they'll be all right. They're quite, they're quite an excitable group. And, and for anyone coming down on on Sunday, what style of football can we expect? What what can we expect from the game? Um, uh, let's let's try and word this without giving away too much. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the, ultimately, for me, it's a case of it's being sensible. Like a lot of it, so I give suggestions, but ultimately the players are out there, the ones are playing, and with the experience of the group, they're clever enough to read to read the game. I like to play a bit of a hybrid between retaining the ball but actually sometimes let's go and play some territory let's do you know I mean I'm all for pretty football but sometimes you've just got to be a bit more ruthless and shoot and put your body on the line or a little bit of a dark art it's ultimately when you talk to any player like they enjoy winning so how can they find the best way to put themselves in a place to win and and you speak about winning there must also be a role in this fixture in terms of developing Guernsey football as well and how it feeds into the senior game. Do you- oh, massively, like massively. I've spoken to all the players individually and, do you know what I mean, they, as players, they're only focused on winning or losing or winning and learning. I just I don't believe in losing. But as coaches, ask, our job is to put them in the best place so they can hopefully have a positive experience. But ultimately, if we can provide them and educate them to become better players with a view to potentially whether they go into Prio, they could go off-island, into GFC. They've got a good core of experience of operating as a senior, basically. What What do you know about the Jersey side as well? <laughs> um, it's one of them. So we obviously we do our research. Um, we've got a couple of people that do research on them behind the scenes. We know some of them from their seniors, from them from 18s, from them from last year. 
Um, but we know they're always going to give a good battle, right? It's, they're always going to give a good battle. They're, they're, always physical, they're always physical. Some of them play similar with us at, at Jersey Bulls. Some of them play local football. Some are away in the UK. Um, yeah, a very good technical. We'll always give a good battle. And we'll, yeah, we'll see, what, we'll see what happens, right? And, and from your perspective, um, just give us a bit of background of your coaching with, with Guernsey and how you've ended up in this role as well. Yeah, so I mean, I probably started when I was 14, voluntary in the academy, doing a little bit of the goalkeeping. Then as I left school, I jumped into like a development officer's role, probably when I was 17. And then, yeah, for the last six, seven years, just been progressing with that. Started with the under-11s ma- as a manager, and then within the last 18 months, I've now taken on the under-16s, the under-18s, and now under-21s. I've got my UEFA badge in coaching, as well as doing all the goalkeeping. The goalkeeping is my speciality. Um, that's my area where I coach under-7s to seniors. And now doing a little bit of work with some ex-Premier League guys in the UK. So getting a real vast experience of coaching, as well as assisting at GFC now so a real range of coaching and it's good to get it at such such a young age what, what's been the draw for you to get into that side of the game um I love the I always say it to people when they ask me so I've recently just stopped playing I now get more of a buzz from helping and educating people like so if I look at Josh Addison at Guernsey FC for example where I'm the goalie coach I get a bigger buzz from seeing him make a save than myself and yeah, I think I just like helping and educating people using my experiences and making a difference, whether that's like as a person for p- person before a player foremost. But yeah, I just love coaching and I don't know. It's just you you get the same excitement of a match day and preparation and training without them do the running around, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I think just helping and educating really is a draw for me. And um, just moving on a little bit as well into the structure of Guernsey football and, wh- and where we're at at the moment. So we've obviously a bit of a run, run on the senior Marathi side. Yeah. We've um, last two under 21s. Um, I think I was, I was just reading back on, on the last match report when it seemed like it was put across as a bit of a dominant performance by Jersey that's happened a couple of times. So what are we doing that will turn that around? Um, so we've just had a massive... So it might take a couple of years to show the fruition of what we've done, but so Ross, Ross, Allen, Gary and myself, we put a lot of work into revamping the academy. Um, so we've put a more emphasis on, uh, you can call it an elitist culture. So there's now a maximum of 16 players per age group. So we can, we've can, we and they've also introduced a high performance centre for the top quartile of the group. So we're now pushing players at every level trying to make it a more competitive element. Will there be disappointment in it? Actually, that might help players learn and become motivated. Um, and obviously, we've now got a real structure within that. You get into the older age groups in the academy. They've now got dedicated coaches where they train every week or every every other week. We've set game programmes. So there's a lot of stuff that's now happening, which is really, really exciting. It's great to be a part of, great to observe and yeah, it might take a couple of years to see fruition. If we look at Guernsey FC right now, we've got a very, very young squad, which is brilliant. 
so yeah just and then we've got our stadium project so the next probably two to five six seven years is very exciting for Guernsey football I mean then the stadium coming along must be such a great uh, injection for the game as well to have that home coming back yeah oh it's honestly it's it's a very exciting exciting project it's one of those that I look at I look at the where where we used to work and I'm like I can't imagine it I can't imagine having a nice stadium there but It'd be an absolute game changer for us to have a, have a base for Guernsey football at all levels. And ho- hopefully, if we look at what Jersey done with Springfield, hopefully that will then elevate us and give us a more progressive pathway for players again. And, and just finally, are we going to win on Sunday? I believe so. If you don't believe, right? I, I hope so. I really, really do. I've got a good group. Brilliant. Thanks for your time. Not a problem. That was the warm-up. Thanks again for listening. Please like and subscribe for more. You can find all our sports news on gsy.bailiwickexpress.com and on all our social channels. Sign up to our daily email to keep up to date on all the work the Express team does.